0: the path and our three friends. Sattva is that which brings harmony, makes you happy, makes you enthusiastic and that which brings knowledge to you. Rajas makes you go too high and or too low. You either get too excited or feel that you cannot even handle the excitement or you get very depressed. Tamas makes you feel so lazy and negative that you want to do nothing. You dislike everybody. That is Tamogun. When you feel Tamogun working in you, then Rajogun will follow. Then you're too active. You should just sit back and relax. Then you will get into Sattva. So before meditation, it is very important to befriend your body, your first friend, through yoga, asanas and exercise. That is when the restlessness or rajas in you will calm down. Using the breath to bring the mind to the present and to detox is the second friend. Breath is capable of helping us experience this. That is when the mind settles. And it is very important to keep in mind three laws while meditating. I am nothing. I need nothing. I'm going to do nothing. Akinchan Acha Aprayatna. If you live these three principles, you will be able to meditate. Meditation is not concentration. It is not thinking something. It is just relaxation. Meditation takes you inside and makes you realize that kingdom is God inside. Love is God. So for meditation, there are these three golden rules. I want nothing, I do nothing, and I am nothing. So our mind would say, what then are the advantages of this? Deep and continuous meditation roots out boredom. If you're unable to meditate because your mind is chattering too much, just feel that you're a little stupid. And then you will be able to sink deep into meditation. Meditation erases the impressions and improves the expression. Anytime you are confused and your mind is in conflict, the asanas at the body level will help. There will be clarity right away. All the conflicts and duality are cleared through yoga. Only sadhana or regular practice can help us annihilate the seed of negativity and the tendency for conflict in you. And who doesn't want that? It's good to meditate first thing in the morning. But there is no such rule. You could meditate anytime. And one more thing. When you have too many thoughts, don't try to chase them. Don't try to resist them. Just let them be. The good thoughts come to you, say, come on. When bad thoughts come to you, say, go, go. No, you need to be skillful. You should say, okay, come to all the thoughts. Let them come. There are more scared of you, so they run away. That is why, to begin with, it is good to do guided meditation with a teacher in the beginning it helps and later you can do it on your own with your own mantra so for some of us who want to know whether it is better to practice prayer or meditation prayer is asking whereas meditation is listening in prayer you ask give me this and give me that It is a request or a demand. In meditation, you say, I am here to listen. What is it that you want to tell? Tell me, wherever you are free, I am here. The culmination of prayer is meditation. When prayer reaches the peak, it is meditation. However, to be able to experience this naturally, we need to go through the breath that brings us back to pranayama. To understand it better, prana is present in everything. In fact, we are floating in a prana, an ocean of prana. When the unit of expression varies, it makes a difference. Stones have got one unit of prana. Water has got two units of prana. Fire has got three units of prana. Air has got four units of prana. Plants have five units of prana. Animals have got six units of prana human beings are capable of having from 7 to 16 units of prana the expression of prana is the whole universe when the prana is lower than one that's when you feel very depressed when it goes lower then you feel suicidal when it is normal you feel normal when it is higher you feel enthusiastic when it is very high you feel energetic and blissful That is why when people are depressed, just giving counselling doesn't work. What needs to be done is to raise the level of prana. When prana is high, there is joy, vibrancy and understanding. When it is low, then the mind starts complaining. There is depression and lethargy and suicidal tendencies arise. All of this is the play and display of prana. Dealing with the intangible. I never asked for this retrenchment, anger and frustration. I never chose this breakup, hurting and depression. I never asked for my passion to be in a loss, loss of confidence. 99% of our life is governed by energy, factors and influences that we cannot see. Say ancient Vedas, the Indian texts, and quantum physics recently If that's the case, how can we connect and align ourselves to this innate energy, to experience success in personal and professional spheres? How do we factor in losses, breakups and hurts, so that we don't go through the cycle of pain, so that we can avoid getting into depression or aggression? And how then can we heal ourselves out of it? How can this energy be harnessed to look deeper into oneself? These are the questions that every intelligent mind seeks answers for. Let's face it, life is not going to be as we all planned it. We wonder why, but don't know what to do about it. The seers of the past, rishis or ancient scientists have given the answers in many texts, and fortunately for us, living masters share these secrets. That is why it is so very important to have a master in one's life. Like Gurudev, Shri Shri says, Even to be on the right road while driving, we need a GPS or guide. How then can we maneuver through life without one who knows it? In Srimad Bhagavad Gita, Shri Krishna says, yat pinde tat brahmande what lies inside us is what lies outside in the universe this has very deep implications even on genetics where it has now been proven that we carry the dna of every being within us in simple terms if we learn to tune in we will be able to create and live a life of exaggerated possibilities and joy. There is another quote I would like to share to complement the above. Maharshi Patanjali, the proponent of yoga, said, Sata sevite Roughly translated as consistently and sincerely, with reverence, when practiced over a period of time, one does get established in the self. Here, it clearly indicates that this state of being with oneself is a practice towards the happening. For example, buying an expensive football does not make you Ronaldo. You need to sweat it out on the field, isn't it? Take any sports star, any award-winning singer, actor, a star chef or any outstanding personality in their field. They have applied the Yoga Sutra shared above. Assuming this is to be true, how can we all apply this to our lives and tap the genius within? The answer here is meditation. Gurudev Shri Shri has said that meditation is not concentration, it is deconcentration. This can only be experienced by meditating where one gets to scrub off the rust of negativity and impressions holding us from experiencing the worstness within our true nature, unconditional happiness. To find luck, to find success, to find contentment, to find strength, to grow and move on, one needs to understand this phenomena and more so experience it. Learning meditation under a teacher gifts us the ability to tap into the vastness mentioned above. This strength also helps us pull through tough times and unfavorable situations. It empowers us the ability to influence the surroundings, heal ourselves of the pain we are unknowingly carrying and free us from the patterns of small-mindedness. This gift is ours to cherish through our choice of meditation. As we pave a way for a new world post-pandemic, let us intend to tune in as this is the best way out. After all, we could do with more peace and harmony. Our intentions and vibrations through prayer and meditation are the most positive influencing factors, breath being the tool to get there. Ending with a very meaningful quote. Your reality is restricted by your imagination. May peace be yours. Om Shanti.